Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, guess what? This week's Jordan Jesse Go comes to you live from Max FunCon East at the Inn at Pocono Manor in probably Pocono Manor, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, that's what I assume the name of the town is. Jesse, can you tell people a little bit about Max FunCon before we get into the episode? Max FunCon is a gathering of several hundred of our most awesome fans. Uh, we all get together and uh, this year, we what did we do? We watched MacGruber. Yorma mm-hmm. <laughs> Taccone recorded a special intro for, to MacGruber for us. Um, we had an amazing stand-up comedy show. Uh, we had a good old time, basically. And uh, this year, we did Jordan Jesse Go, and we had Cristela Alonso there, along with our friend Stu Wellington from the Flophouse. Ah, one of the funniest guys. Uh, maybe the funniest guy. Certainly the handsomest guy, mm-hmm. who I is willing to be friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also uh, a special... There's a special musical guest, if I remember correctly. Ah, uh, yes, Annie Hart. Uh, she has her first ever solo album about to come out. Uh, she's also a member of the great band Au Revoir Simone. So, why don't we go to the stage? <laughs> Con, how are you? <laughs> Thrilled to be here. Can I, Jordan, do you mind if I open things with a dedication? I insist you do. Um, I like to open every Jordan Jesse Go live show with a dedication. I feel like it helps keep me centered and helps keep me thinking about how important other people are in, in the world, even as I Jesse, absorb you know your... I, you know what I love about you? What's that? <sighs> You're so present. Mm-hmm. You're just present. Yeah. You're I not try lost and, in your device. I try and work on my gratitude practice. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Um, so I just want to take this opportunity to dedicate this Jordan Jesse Go to the marmot that was wandering around outside the window. <laughs> I, I'm going to be frank. I didn't really know what a marmot was until I saw that marmot. Uh, if it weren't for the fact uh, that our friend John Roderick is... Uh, feral mountain man from Alaska <laughs> who knows the he's names like, yes, of I've creatures. yes, I've killed and eaten one of those. Yeah. I think he's in line to host a reboot of Wild America with Marty Stauffer. Um, but uh, I was thrilled to see that marmot. It turns out a marmot is a kind of tailless beaver uh, or very fat groundhog. Like a roly groundhog mm-hmm. that maybe eats grass. So here's to that marmot. We love you very much, Marmot. R.I.P. <laughs> Make God laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Eat God's grass, maybe. Uh, hey, before we start the show, um, got just a little bit of housekeeping. The, the resort oh, here uh, yeah. needs us to do some announcements. We'll like get to the show really quick, but there's just a couple of announcements. Yeah, um, this is just like, again, like Eric handles most of the logistics, but sometimes uh, the resort doesn't trust Eric with the information. They hand it straight to us. Poor diction, they said. Exactly. (laughs) This is specifically, especially for those of you who are staying for the rest of the weekend or or are going to be here for a few hours um, after the show, we just wanted to make sure that um, everybody had the announcements from the venue. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, so this is the first one. We'll probably just cut this out of the podcast. This is a little bit of housekeeping. Um, 
Did you know that the inn at Pocono Manor was once a stop on the legendary Borscht Belt? That's a fun fact. Stop by our museum of classic show business exhibits like Danny Kaye's White Dinner Jacket, Buddy Hackett's Original Joke Book, and Milton Berle's Monster Schlong. They've pickled it. Add a little bay leaf, you know? (laughs) Artisanal. For spice. Um, Oh, here's something interesting. It's Pennsylvania Heritage Month here at the Inn at Pocono Manor. Stop by the cafe at lunchtime for one of our famous Quaker State hoagies uh, made with Scrapple, Hershey's chocolate, and a paper-thin slice of the Philly Fanatic. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Yeah. Make God laugh. The <laughs> make God wonder what you are. <laughs> uh, the resort will be offering two activities this evening. Snobs should don boat shoes for the caviar reception in the aviary. Slobs pull on some jorts and head to the rumpus room for sloppy joes and down and dirty fucking. Um, oh, Some here's... Cla- a lot of class warfare going on at this resort. Yeah. A little bit of bad news. Unfortunately, uh, the ghost of the drowned Victorian child who ordinarily haunts our halls by night isn't available to bedevil us this evening. Uh, She has asked us to read this statement. Dead by dawn, dead by dawn, never breathe again. Then it's just a bunch of jump rope rhymes. I don't think we need to read the whole thing. (laughs) Uh, Some bad news for those of you in a romantic mood. Our signature heart-shaped jacuzzi tub is currently out of service. If you're feeling amorous, why not invite your lover to join you in our other signature tub in the shape of the irascible Mary Tyler Moore show star, Ed Asner? (laughs) Beloved, beloved figure. Um... Oh, here's something cool. We've recently renovated our game room. Uh, The upgrades include a few of the popular European-style games, uh, including Settlers of Catan, Socialized Operation, and a guy in a Speedo making eyes at your wife. Uh, An announcement from the resort's yachting club. Tuesday marks the fifth anniversary of the time we got drunk, accidentally killed Chad, and dropped his corpse over the side. Thanks for your brotherhood, your seamanship, and your commitment to our vow never to speak of the incident again. What a thrilling half decade it's been. It's just a fun thing from the Yachting Club. Oh, finally. You might have heard reports of a grizzly bear roaming the the premises uh, here at the inn. But, But don't worry. Grizzly bears never roam east of the mighty Mississippi. What you may have seen is a pervert in a bear suit. Just some resort announcements. Just some resort, some resort announcements. announcements. How are you doing? You having a nice Max Fun Con? Uh, I am. Yeah, I uh, we had a uh, I had a little travel issue. What was that? Um, so you know, we was maybe a four hour plane ride here from L.A. Not Six, a, but yes, not a not a super long one, but uh, you know, uh, uh, and my greatest fear is having nothing to do on a plane. Right. Because then, like, I'll just have to, like, read the in-flight magazine and then think about the mistakes I've made. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Or, I mean, you if you're lucky, you could learn the good news from your neighbor. That's <laughs> Right. It's happened to me on a couple of planes. Yeah. Good news to your right, chemtrails to your left. Yeah. 
Like, is there like a ministry of like evangelizing to people who are sitting next to you on an airplane? Yeah. I feel like maybe like that is one of the rules of one of those mega churches. Right. They just take a lot of like hour commuter flights. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I always like overpack stuff to do. I'll have like, you know, always have like, I'll take my laptop. I'll have like a big stack of comics. I'll have a magazine. I had a USA Today. I like stopped and got a USA Today on the way. I'll have a novel. I have a PlayStation Vita. I just have this like huge stack of stuff. You know how like. Some word searches. Yeah. You Sudokus. know how like when you take a child on a car trip. Yeah. You just give them a backpack so they shut the fuck up. Wildlife I, bingo. Yeah. I just like over. And you know, I usually just end up watching something on the like in-flight screen. Right. Uh, this time I watched Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. We'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, like, but I have this backpack that's essentially, you know, preventing me from being bored on the plane. So I packed it, didn't use a lot of it, and then I'm unpacking here at the thing. I didn't bring underwear. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, and so I like, uh, Renee from Can I Bet Your Dog and I drove to Walmart and I just bought a five pack of Hanes, I'm picturing uh, you which are lovely. If anybody wants to see them, I'll show you in the parking lot in 20 minutes. I'm going to leave after 20 minutes. I was, pic- I was picturing you in your hotel room trying to fashion underwear out of one of those magnetic draw mustache on a guy's face yeah. toys. Because yeah. I had that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just covering my penis with a Sudoku right now. Yeah. Excuse me. Sudaku. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pronounced Ichiro. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Did you have a nice time at Walmart, though? Yeah, I had a very nice time at Walmart. I feel like if you don't... I, I, I think if Walmart is a really regular part of your life, it could get depressing mm-hmm. because of the sort of fluorescent lights and pervasive sadness. But when you're on vacation and you go to a Walmart, it is like an adventure where there's just everything in the world is available to you for $1.96. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be very exciting. It was. It was a real treat. I once had to go to a Walmart to buy a flag, mm-hmm. and it, I felt like a king. I was like, I'll take, I'll take four things of bananas and one side table and some <laughs> swim trunks, you know? Um. I here's the thing about Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Thanks. Is good, that good transition? Thank you. That's my go-to. Um, have you heard the good news about Xander Cage? <laughs> he's back, and he's he, better than ever. He faked his own death in yeah. the first one. Yeah. I have never seen a Xander Cage movie. I've seen original Triple X. Yeah. I saw that in the theater. Do. You, Maybe you can fill in some of the gaps. The, the things that confused me, maybe yeah. you can help. Well, here, I'll give you a little context okay, for it. Okay, please, yeah. Uh, he's a very extreme. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's my, he's, my, ma- he's my daddy's secret agent, right? Yeah. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. The furthest thing from your daddy's secret agent. <laughs> um, so, you know, like I was watching on the in-flight screen. It's sort of, think of it this way, yeah. Jordan. It's a way of capitalizing on Vin Diesel's natural affinity for skateboards. Right, yes, sure. <laughs> He's already doing that. We might yeah. as well film him. Yeah. Um, so I was watching on the in-flight screen, and uh, it, was, it was censored for content. So I couldn't tell 
what was just a terrible line and what was them having to replace a swear. <laughs> so there's this part where, like, this hard-boiled FBI agent is like, these wahoos walt- waltzed in here like it was Sunday brunch. And I'm like, was that the line? I have been playing a video game called The Witcher 3, mm-hmm. uh, which I think there's probably some Jordan Jesse Go listeners in here who know how... Uh, compulsive I got about the video game Skyrim Mm -hmm. to the point where I had to give up video games for like three years (laughs) because I couldn't look around without imagining myself gathering lavender to make a potion. Uh, But someone, uh, a listener actually... You actually got hooked on lavender, right? I sure did, dangerously so. I'm in LA right now, Mm -hmm. not Los Angeles, Lavender Anonymous. Mm -hmm. And... um, and so, but uh, a kind Hi, of... I'm Jesse, and it's been a month since I've made a potion. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Jesse. I've been focusing on grinding out some Smith skills. Mm, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but a listener sent me a new Xbox, and my mm-hmm. Xbox died, and he, he works at, at Microsoft, and so there's just a pile of them there. And uh, so I bought this game, Witcher 3, thinking, because people said this is like the Skyrim of the new Xbox. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll buy this. This is the most baffling single media product I have ever engaged with in my entire life. It is if I if I if I know something about this game it is that it's like based on a series of Dutch fantasy novels. I th- right? I can only presume Pol- someone screamed Polish. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because that's why you're sorry what? What okay, what country is the Witcher from? Poland. It's from Poland. Because, right, there's That's that... what happens when you expand the European Union. Yeah. You get disasters like this. Oh, there, that does explain the mission where you have to put the screen door on the submarine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this video game opens with literally... You know they have cutscenes in video games which are like little animated movies that interrupt the fun of the game? It opens with one that is literally 20 minutes long. Sure. I'm sitting there like, you already, you know, you wait an hour or whatever for it to go into your Xbox. And then you start it up and you're like, great, here comes the fucking lavender. And... (laughs) This movie was like Game of Thrones if you like translated Game of Thrones into Vietnamese then back into English. Like, it was the most perp... Like, it's something about, like, magical people that there's a war on. I guess there's a Witcher 1 and 2. And there's, like... <laughs> I couldn't... Like, the, I, to, I cannot overstate the extent to which I was confused by what was going on. And bored. Just so bored. So, and wait, eventually, okay, so- like, event, you finally get to this place... Like, after you go through this whole thing where this kid, and I don't know, there's a butt. Right in the beginning, there's a butt. Like, they're like, yeah, butt. Like the beginning of Lost in Translation. Right, exactly. It's like a cross between the beginning of Lost in Translation and, like, computer animation roughly of the quality of Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) And uh, similarly erotic. Mm -hmm. Which is to say very. Yeah, 
Henry's pretty cute. <laughs> um, so, like, it's you go through this whole confusing thing, and then there's like a training sequence, and then this kid runs away, and then for some reason you're in this village, but you're with this friend of yours who you've never met before, and you're like, finally, I get to play the game. And and the thing is, is like you're in this pub or whatever. Mm. And you have to find a you have to find a lady that you're chasing. That's the story of the game. You're chasing this lady. And it, the, P.S. The previous half hour has nothing to do with you chasing the lady. It's just all about fucking I don't know werewolves or something. And so you're in this pub and you're supposed to talk to the people to find out where the lady is. And I'm like, great, I'm finally going to do something. So I'm talking to the people. And literally the first thing that you do in the game is you talk to this guy. You have this long translated from, from English into Korean and back into English sequence. Oh, and as in all video games, the protagonist talks like this for no reason. There's no reason for all video game protagonists to talk like Vin Diesel, but they all do. He's like a tall elf man, and he talks like that. But, like, the first activity in this game is you have to learn a made-up card game that exists in the world of the game. Like, that's what they... I'm like, can I fight a fucking wolf or whatever? And they're like, no, learn these new rules. (laughs) Finally, a chance to play a board game in a secret, in an imagined world. Oh, it's a nightmare. How did tri- how did the triple X continuity treat you? Uh, confusing. At some point, Ice Cube shows up. Uh-huh. They zoom in on people like I'm supposed to know who they are. <laughs> uh, Stephen Tobolowski's there for no reason. <laughs> right, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, yes, please. If anybody, uh, you know, why don't we just uh, devote the rest of the podcast? Someone come up and explain The Witcher and Triple X to us, and we'll just listen patiently. Uh, P.S. Please don't do that. Yeah, please don't. Let's introduce our guest on I the program. You guys saw her headlining the comedy show on Friday night. She's a brilliant stand-up comic with a hilarious hour special on Netflix right this very moment. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Cristela Alonso. Hey guys, what's up? Hi, pal. How are you? Is the prequel to Triple X Double X? <laughs> yeah, they just started with X starring yeah. Vin Diesel. It's called it's called, it's called it's called Two XL, and it's about a T-shirt you can wear in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it was a porn when you were about to watch it? I was. Triple X. I'm like, oh boy, okay, <laughs> fences, maybe. Uh, guys, ooh, what's this triple X? I don't think I've ever seen an entire Vin Diesel movie. Uh, how, how much, how, what's the most of a Vin Diesel movie you've seen? Uh, like half of Fast and Furious? You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get it. He's you, just, it, like... You've seen what he brings to the table. Yeah. Yes. He's like, a mumbling meat triangle. Like... <laughs> Who like hates my, sleeves. My, my family, like half of my family is from Mexico and they have accents and I can't understand what Vin Diesel is saying. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, he is, right. Vin Diesel is from some sort of like floating world that has its own accent. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yo, um, we, uh, we had a really fun uh, car trip in. We carpooled yes, here we from Newark. Yes, yeah, save uh, the world. And uh, we had a we had a delightful um, we had a delightful one hit wonders uh, XM station on yes as we were driving in yes you 
You know most of Criss Cross's jump. You can sing. Yeah, it's wiggity, 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 whack, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows like, that. It sounds like Jordan is wiggity, wiggity, whack. <laughs> I know. I know, right? I've yeah, never absolutely. felt more whack. <laughs> I know. I can do the whole one about missing the bus. Actually, Janine's the one that mentioned that one, and I was surprised that I knew those lyrics, too. It's like, she talked about the bus, and I'm like, and that's something that I'm ever, ever going to do again. And I'm like, how do I know that? <laughs> I had my uh, my best friend Peter Frauenfelder when I was a kid had a friend named Brooke and uh-huh. Brooke loaned him his crisscross tape and it became a permanent gift. Yes. And so when I was at Peter Frauenfelder's house, we would listen to the crisscross tape. <laughs> but the gorgeous part about the crisscross tape was Brooke had owned the tape previously. And so when we got to jump, which is what you, I mean... Yeah. Sure, everybody loves I Miss the Bus and I'm never, ever, ever, yeah, ever going to do it again. Is, yeah. But Jump is the jam, right? You would get to Jump and they would do the verse and then Brooke had hit record and recorded himself saying, Jump, <laughs> Jump! <laughs> <laughs> so now you're disappointed when you hear it. Yeah, that I don't hear my elementary jump. school acquaintance, Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I actually, in high school, I, I, in high school, uh, somebody gave me, one of my best friends gave, I don't know if she was my best friend now, but she gave me for my birthday uh, the Saturday Night Live book celebrating, like, I guess the first 30 years at, at that point. I don't even remember. Then she, she gave it to me, and then she asked to borrow it. Yeah. And never gave it back to me. Yeah. So she kind of bought herself that book, yeah. right? By the way, Cristela, we got you this bowling ball that says Homer on it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Simpsons trivia yesterday. Uh, I don't, you know, I think everybody, you know, has that, like, you know, thing they do at a party to break the ice or when they really want to, like, do you they? know. Uh, for the premise of this thing I'm about to say, it is. No, every, I, I actually do not. I have nothing. I have, Priscilla uh, has not taken improv class. Yeah, yeah. The sad thing is, I totally haven't. Uh, but you're lying, you asshole. I know. Yes, and more like no but. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dr. Alfonso, hand me that scalpel. Is it really a scalpel? <laughs> but you're a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And we're all on the moon. <laughs> Christella's improv teacher taught the unusual strategy, oh, hell no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> bitch, please. That was the yeah. method. <laughs> this shit's lame. <laughs> Just discourage people from doing improv. Um, but I remember in college, uh, Jesse's thing was you could do the entire crisscross Sprite rap. Oh, hell yes. The S to the P-R-I-T-E can. It's a lifesaver when you need thirst quenching like a kiss with a lime and twist. Now you know that's kicking. Word, word. Drink up is what I gotta do. Why? Because I like the Sprite in you. <laughs> Did it just get hornier in here? <laughs> How horny is it? Do you guys remember, I, I don't know, like, uh, I'm 38. Well, yeah. you don't remember that I'm 38. I just told you. <laughs> no. But uh, when I was in fifth grade, McDonald's had a campaign where they had a wrap and they listed everything that they sold on the menu in the wrap. And if you memorized the wrap and went to McDonald's and like performed it, you could win a million dollars. That was shit. the thing. Whoa. And I memorized it and my mom wouldn't take me to McDonald's. Huh? And I, I hated it. And, like, we are throwing away a 
million dollars, like Mom. Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese filet, a fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy moment, McNuggets, Daisy, order fries, a smaller and a larger size. Like, like I knew the whole thing. Uh, and like, I can't tell you my driver's license number, but I have that <laughs> still in my mind. Yeah. Why do we remember that kind of stuff? I think we are the youngest people who Love also <laughs> grew up in an era where a premise of a thing was just that it was a thing, but with rap. Yes, like, the, yes, the, yes. like no quality in it. Like no, just somebody was like, oh, we should do this, but with a rap. <laughs> Say it fast and rhyme. And, yeah. just like, and just like the guy who wrote like, you know, Pure Imagination for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is like 67 years old and McDonald's calls him like, do you think you could write a rap? And he's like, I don't see why not. It's just talking. <laughs> is the McGriddle out yet? Yeah. <laughs> Should I put that in there? It's not for another decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he foretold the McGriddle. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, that was that was also. I mean, like, I think we are also the youngest people who live to remember the era of NFL rapping. Mm, oh sure. yeah. yeah! Oh my God! Yes. When the NFL's two activities were football playing and <laughs> kicking rhymes. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, and I think we people introduced us uh, by their name and then told us what they were here to say. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, something major way. Well, I know that. In my lifetime, I learned to wave my hands in the air, and I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot good. of kids care these days. They yeah. care too Which much. Which is a nice thing about millennials. <laughs> you know, like I they really keep their hands to the side, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're really concerned care. about social issues. Yeah. <laughs> we care <laughs> about everything. You know, that one of the things one of the things you don't hear a lot about that I think is actually kind of righteous about GamerGate is being upset <laughs> that those. That those SJWs won't wave their hands in the air because they care too much. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I wish I lived in a time where I could wave my hands yeah, in the air, that's but how, I'm woke. Yeah. That's how Dougie Fresh became an anti-abortion activist. <laughs> He's upset that people... Uh, something else about Triple uh, X, the return of Sandra Cage, <laughs> uh-huh. is that, like, you know, the, 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 the soundtrack is... is is panderingly filled with dubstep. Ear wop 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 wop. But occasionally they'll also throw in. They'll also throw in a record scratch. Uh-huh. So it's just like the worst parts of movie soundtracks from the past thirty years. Well, I think the really amazing thing about that Triple X movie is that I don't know. Like I feel like when I moved to Los Angeles, the thing that struck me the most was the extent to which you would see like a forty-seven-year-old dude dressed in like a surfing T-shirt skateboarding yes. down the sidewalk. Yes. And like this is that in movie form. Like Vin Diesel is like fifty. Yeah. And yes. the premise of this movie is that he's like the world's most beloved skateboarding secret agent. <laughs> Yeah, like that kind of guy is just like who you would pity because he was like trying to fuck the hostess at a TGI Fridays. <laughs> like that's the real world version um, of that guy. We've all been there. No, sure. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. You kind of seem really obsessed with Triple X after. Did you just see it that one time? I on just saw it the one time, yeah. You have been, like, it affected you. It, yeah, I guess it did. It kind of it affected you. It shook me to my core. <laughs> 
I mean, one of the interesting things about Triple X is I did not see Triple X 2 starring Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think we can all agree that while Vin Diesel has his charms, sure. Ice Cube is actually, like, a good right. actor and performer in a yeah. way that Vin Diesel yes. is not. He has a little cameo at the end. Ice Cube does. He just... Spoiler. He, sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, sorry. Uh, Stay he, for the after credit sequence, yeah, guys. Kills a bunch of dudes with a grenade launcher. and There's you know. just an after credit sequence that's just uh, Jackie Chan messing up stunts. He was not in the whole movie. <laughs> so, yeah, just him hitting his nuts on a fence. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube comes on screen for, you know... For, for 10 minutes toward the end of the movie and blows up some dudes with a grenade launcher, and you're like, oh, wait, oh, charisma. Okay, yeah. here's someone <laughs> who should have a camera pointed at them. Yeah. Wait, so so the end of Triple X is a callback to a movie that you might not have seen? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Almost certainly haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Triple X 2. <laughs> How is it Triple X 2? I know. That's six X's. The whole... <laughs> right? That's like six X's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Well, it depends. I mean, if the two is in superscript, it's nine X's. <laughs> Why am I re-watching math? You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, Crystal, what was, did you have a plane activity on the way here? What did I do on my plane activity? I, oh, this, this is going to sound lame, but it's totally true. I get trolled a lot online. And I get trolled by uh, people that like to uh, quote the Bible to me. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's I, like you're sitting on a plane your entire life. Yeah, so yes, just that's yes, your life. Yes, yes, yes. Well, for years so, I know, like, your entire, like, from when I followed you yes. on Twitter a year, year and a half ago, I would say 50% of your Twitter output was you trying to convince people that you are no longer making your network My television show. sitcom. Yes. Which My is show like a was very emotionally like, difficult thing yes. to do on Twitter. My show was canceled two years ago, and even this morning they're like, when is season two coming out? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's not. But I get trolled, uh, people quote biblical quotes to me, and I, I grew up kind of Catholic, like kind of, you know, like whatever. Catholic-ish. And, yeah. So I bought a Bible on my Kindle, and I've been reading it to fucking Bible them back. <laughs> yeah. WWJD. Yeah. And I feel really, I feel like it's, it defeats the purpose of the Bible, kind of, but not really, because I'm like, I'm going to out-research you about Jesus, and I'm going to have your ass. I say, you know? <laughs> my thing is, like, focus on the Old Testament. Get into that shellfish stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and just fucking, like, beard lengths, talking donkeys. Like, yeah. Literally, that's what I did on the plane. I tried reading the Bible, and then I would stop to go on Twitter and, like, Hey, Christella, I don't need anybody Christ-splaining to me, okay? <laughs> don't Christ-splain my faith Christ to me. Christ-splain is hilarious. <laughs> I, that's what I did. I, I, did that, I, I did that on the plane, and it was, like, it, it's awkward because then I think the guy next to me saw me reading the Bible, and he probably thought I was one of those people. Sure, yeah, I was like, right, yeah. hey, do you have two hours to spare? Yeah. And, like, it just had on ignored me the entire flight. Our friend, He's like, I was going to tell her about how the earth is flat. But. <laughs> <laughs> our friend, uh, stand-up comedian April Richardson, who was on the show the other yes. night, w- was on our flight, and she experienced the single worst airplane nightmare. I yes. mean, I would say, like, it, it, it's ranked this thing, then, like, severe turbulence where you think you're going to die, <laughs> then person who wants to tell you the good news. And number one is the person next to her Took off their shoes. Yes. Took off their socks. Yes. Yes. 
then splayed their feet up on the seat backs of the people sitting next to them. Yes. Her bare foot was on the seat back in front of April. April took a cell phone picture of it and showed it to us. Like, you know, like a blind rage, like four hours later, like still April's mind was driven exclusively by her burning hatred for this person who had put course. a foot in front of her. I think at that point, just masturbate. You know, like, you might be like, well... Not only that, masturbate barefoot. Like, yeah. Use your prehensile feet to masturbate. <laughs> yeah, that was some fucking raw realness. How, do you, how, are, you enjoying the po- how are you enjoying the Poconos, Chris? The Poconos is really... Uh, it's a lot colder than I thought. Fuck <laughs> weather. The weather told me it was going to be like 20 degrees warmer. Was not ready. Went to Walmart. Yeah. Where I do feel like Bill Gates at Walmart. Like, yeah. really, I'm like I can buy all of you times three. Yeah. But, I mean, um, give me 17 deck chairs. <laughs> I know. Like, I would like to buy a gun and a bra. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, it, it, I love it here. Actually, I've been having so much fun at Max Fun Con. I've been meeting like the coolest people. Everybody's really cool. So I love it. It's my first time in the Poconos. I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, I literally, Crisella, I invited you to Max Fun Con, both because you're a wonderful stand-up comic, but we, we didn't know each other that yes. well. But I think offhandedly when I interviewed you for my show Bullseye, yes. uh, you said you loved Doctor Who. And I said, ah, I've got an activity for Cristela <laughs> Alonso. Yes, yes. I actually, um, did I tell you the story? When I had the show, um, one of the co-stars on the show, he actually did a pilot with David Tennant. And that's my favorite doctor, duh. And um, he didn't tell me. My favorite in- doctor is Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an octopus man. (laughs) I call him Ock. Yeah. He knew uh, David Tennant, and he didn't tell me. He invited David Tennant to a taping of my show. And this is like, you know, you're not ready for this, right? And I was in the middle of taping the show, and I saw David Tennant, and I thought I was hallucinating. Uh, <laughs> like, I thought, oh my God, I love Doctor Who so much. That I've now manifested I'm this yes, with my mind. I, I, I can create I, matter. Yes, I'm in the middle of this episode and I'm thinking, oh, like, fuck my lifelong dream of having a show. I want to see, like, a hallucinated, like, David Tennant in like front a, of me. A, a line kind of didn't go that well, and just off in the wings, a Dalek is suggesting punch ups. <laughs> yes. You're like, wait a minute, what's I'm going like, on? I'm so into this. They call me Rose. And, you know, it, and after we wrapped, I, uh, like, my co-star said, I have a surprise for you. And I still was like, I think I imagined him. And he introduced me to David Tennant. And, like, I lost my shit, started crying, and, and ran circles around him. <laughs> I, I ran circle. I did like I know I, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know what the appropriate name is, but like like I get I did like a Chinese fire drill around David Tennant, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, you're David Tennant. You do you know, like like he doesn't know who he is. Like like oh my god, do you know you're David Tennant? You're my favorite doctor. Like bawling. There's pictures of me crying. Like I just won like the publishing clearinghouse sweepstakes. <laughs> I mean, one of the coolest. David Tennant does ever. travel with giant checks. <laughs> <laughs> just when he meets a fan. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, can you do the McDonald's rap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, my life's perfect. Did like, it just get <laughs> hornier in here? La, la, la.
Hey, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You're listening to a live episode of Jordan Jesse Go that we recorded at Max FunCon East. And a few sponsors helped bring it to you. First of all, our friends at DSC, the Dollar Shave Club. It's a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered to your door. Jordan, you're a stubbleman. I'm a stubbleman. Uh, I like to be clean shaven. Sometimes I like to look a little more rugged, but mostly I like to be baby smooth. Uh, and I find that the best way to do that is uh, by using the products delivered to me by the Dollar Shave Club, a company that I used before they were a sponsor. And continue to use now that they are a and sponsor. And continue to you, use. You haven't I haven't against... stopped, no, because they've sponsored the show. If, if anything, it makes me like them more. Uh, it's a really great company that delivers awesome razors right to your door and a bunch of other cool bath products, uh, like, for instance, Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. It's it, a very nice shave butter. Yeah, it's an extremely convenient thing. They come, they come right to your door. You get a great shave. It's a great product, and for a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter for only $5 with absolutely free shipping. You get an awesome weighty handle. You get a full cassette of four cartridges and a tube of the Shave Butter. And after your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price. There are no hidden fees and no commitments. You cancel anytime you like. But first, I want you to go to dollarshaveclub.com slash jjgo. Get that great deal at dollarshaveclub.com slash jjgo. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Stitch Fix. Uh, Jesse, I used Stitch Fix recently. Can I tell you about the experience? I would love to hear about your experience using Stitch Fix. So I went to their website, stitchfix.com slash jjgo. And what you do is you fill out a little style profile for yourself. You tell them about uh, the kinds of colors you wear, the kinds of, like, events that you go to regularly. Your favorite bands. Your favorite band. It's your favorite drummers. Sure, right. You want them to know if you're a Neil Peart man. They want to know. Uh, no, you just kind of say, you know, some stuff about how you dress. Uh, you know, uh, cold weather, warm weather. How do you like your pants to fit? And after you fill out this questionnaire. Jabo Starks. <laughs> is that a drummer? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Who does he drum for? Uh, the JB. Awesome. Yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, after you filled out this little style profile on stitchfix.com slash jjgo, uh, you get delivered a box of clothes, you try them on, you keep the stuff you like, and you send back the stuff that you don't like, and you only pay for what you keep. And then they know what you like and you don't like even better, and then whenever you need new clothes, they send you special things that are just for you. They picked them out for you. Yeah. Jesse, can I tell you something? Yeah. My new favorite pair of jeans... Came uh -huh. from my Stitch Fix box. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I really, I really liked them. Uh, not, not something that I would have seen in a department store. Something that they picked out for me, uh, and I really like it. And I look forward to my next box. You can get this stuff monthly, quarterly, or whenever you feel like it. You don't need a subscription. Uh, it's easy. The shipping's free. You can give it a try. Uh, it's easy. Get started now at StitchFix.com/jjgo. And you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash jjgo. Hey, we've also got something up on the Jumbotron, Jordan. This is for Kane from Steph. The message is, happy one-year anniversary. It's been an amazing first year together, and I couldn't be more excited to see what our future holds. I love waking up to your face every day. You're my best friend, and you make me so happy. 
I love you. Well, how sincere. Yeah, this is probably the most <laughs> sincere uh, Jumbotron that we've gotten in a long time. And also, uh, on the part of Steph, an absolutely colossal mistake. There is no <laughs> doubt that this relationship is headed for the rocks if she is expressing love using our stupid show. Is it? Could it be that these are two platonic friends and they're fucking with each other? Like, <laughs> like, the, like the fact that it's so sincere is what's ironic about it? Yeah. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's cheap and easy and we'll share your message with the world. Let's get back to the stage at the Inn at Pocono Manor in Max FunCon East. Well, speaking of music, should we introduce our musical guest? I would love to. Yes! Uh, she taught a class here at Max FunCon. She's a member of the popular band Au Revoir Simone. Please welcome to the stage the one and only Annie Hart. <laughs> Treat me badly 
heart, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we have one more guest on the program. Should we bring him on now? I can't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, from the smash hit podcast, The Flophouse, please welcome to the stage, Stuart Wellington. Is sort of waving sarcastically. <laughs> it's 
Stuart, you look like Marty McFly. I know. It's like in a good way. I was gonna try that out today. I'm glad <laughs> it's you not a bad way to that. look like Marty McFly, though. Uh, no, no, no. I, I like it. I dig it. Guys, can I say something real quick? I would love it if you said something. You know, I, I, I mean, can you say <laughs> something or are you chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to say yeah. something. Uh, you know, I used to define edging as... Webster's Dictionary defines edging as... Don't give us your standard Toastmasters bullshit, okay? I used to define edging as, you know, the look on Roger Rabbit's face when Judge Doom is knocking shaving a haircut on the door... But now I think it's me sitting in the audience listening to you guys talk about The Witcher 3 and Triple X, knowing I can't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) It was was very difficult. So do you have, I mean, obviously, you know, obviously this audience doesn't want to be here for another 90 (laughs) minutes while... Uh, but While we play one cutscene from yeah. The Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll watch a Metal Gear Solid cutscene, and then we'll all go to sleep. Um, With The Witcher 3. Yeah. What do you... I would love to hear some, some, uh, some truncated thoughts on both of these things from so you, So The Stuart. Witcher 3, the moment when I was like, fuck this game, <laughs> was I, probably an hour in when your character gets to go and get his hair cut. And I'm like... Wait, are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get a haircut. And every option still has a ponytail. Uh. (laughs) And you're like, not my kind of fantasy. (laughs) Open world my ass. (laughs) Oh, what a game. Uh, And Triple X, woo doggy. Any movie where the secret agent needs a DJ to accompanying him on his quest is amazing. I, I actually, on my way to the airport in, LA, in Los Angeles, I listened to the Flophouse about the new XXX movie, um, which was, uh, as all episodes of the Flophouse are, a delightful delight. Get out of here. Um, and I was uh, surprised to note that, um, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> okay. the three of you really enjoyed the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jordan can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to, when I'm on the plane on the way home, I'm going to turn to my right and say, have you heard the good news about <laughs> Sander Cage? So when I was preparing a PowerPoint presentation on the XXX franchise, <laughs> yeah. uh, I discovered that you it's a very difficult movie to Google. Like, if you, Goog- <laughs> if you Google image search XXX explosion, <laughs> you're going to get some not safe for work images. Sure, yeah. Now. Triple X stepmom. <laughs> From Even... DJ to BJ. <laughs> there you go. Yes, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Christella. <laughs> thank you. Write that uh, down. Use that yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah. Go with it. I'm selling shirts after this. <laughs> <laughs> From DJ to BJ. Well, Stuart, uh, you and your friends on the Flophouse uh-huh. uh, are known for watching some of the not best movies in the world. Sure, you could say that. And I think that the three of you, and I'll be honest, mostly Dan, uh-huh. yep. are interested in the erotic potential of these movies. <laughs> sure. And while you are no Dan, sir... I am not, no. And I wouldn't ask you to be. Thank you. Uh, 
We have prepared a special quiz for the two of you here on this stage. Uh, Before we get into it and before I explain its connection to Dan, I would like each of you to... (laughs) A person who's not here. (laughs) (laughs) I would like each of you to pick one audience member to represent in this audience because somebody is going to win a prize and it ain't going to be you two. <laughs> Your prize is the love and laughter that you'll receive from the audience. So, who would like to be some from this half of the crowd? Who would like to be Stuart's little person? Yeah. <laughs> Which person There's are you? There's a fellow choosing? who stood up. There's a fellow who stood up with a backwards baseball cap on. Wow, He's yeah. pretty cool. Okay, is ladies and gentlemen, ha- Donnie <laughs> Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. What's What's your name? Ronathan? Fuck you, Ronathan. Pick somebody else. <laughs> I like family name. <laughs> now you're playing for Ronathan. Okay. Stuart. Ronathan. I'll just write, Ronathan's too long. I'll write Stuart and asshole. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christella, will you pick someone from the crowd to represent? She's the first one I saw, right? Crystal. Here, Crystal. Christella and Crystal. Oh. Hey, girl. You should drink some Cristal later. I think, I think those names have the same level of synergy as Stuart plus asshole. <laughs> um, because of Stuart and his Flophouse's friends' interest in erotic cinema, mm-hmm. uh, we have created a special quiz for you called Skinamax Movie or Some Shit We Made Up. <laughs> We'll be presenting you with three choices. Oh, man. I one hope of one them, of them stars Shannon Tweet. One of them <laughs> yeah. will be a real erotic thriller. Two of them will be some shit we made up. But you're not playing for nothing, guys. We have two amazing prizes for the audience member who you represent should you win. First of all, Jordan's got something special he's brought. Uh, yes, in addition to uh, my <laughs> Four undie. more pairs of underpants. <laughs> I hope you like boxer briefs. Uh, no, this is actually something that I picked up while, uh, while underwear shopping. Uh, this is from the $5 DVD bin at, at Walmart. Uh, it was right next to the underwear, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, just, I, I didn't buy underwear. I just have my penis through a DVD now. <laughs> I'm like, well, I only have five bucks. Ma'am, so, I'm here to deliver this DVD to you. So uh, I'll, ch- I'll show this. Th- so this is so Keanu Reeves, Brotherhood of Justice. And on the front is a picture of John Wick. This isn't John Wick. This is a movie from 1986 starring Keanu Reeves and Kiefer Sutherland. They just put John Wick on the front. <laughs> but also, in addition to Brotherhood of Justice, you also get seven other movies. <laughs> Including The Wild Ride, Mr. Ministry of Vengeance, uh, Forever Mine, Confessions of a Police Captain, <laughs> A Dangerous Place, Demolition High, starring Corey Haim, and Street Corner Justice, starring Brian Cranston. Whoa. Is, is Demolition High a high school remake of Demolition Man? Right, yeah. That's like Walmart Criterion. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, but that's not the only prize you'll win. Someone else went to a local store. I want 
God damn it. I wanted to provide something that you can only, only get here in the northeastern United States. So our winner will also take home this giant jug of Utz brand cheese balls. Did it just get hornier in here? The cheese balls come with six movies. Yeah. <laughs> Christella, you came... <laughs> yeah, including Lil Face Off. <laughs> Face Off Babies. <laughs> Face Off Babies. It's directed by John Woo. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is still in that one, though, right? <laughs> yeah. You only see his legs. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Good Muppet Babies, Paul. Yeah. Um, Priscilla, you came from further, so we're going to let you go first. Sweet. Remember, we're going to give you three options. Two of them will be some shit we made up. One of them will be a real erotic film. Got it. Uh, Here's our first question. Married people, single sex two, hotter than July. Married people, single sex two, for better or for worse... Or Married People, Single Sex 2, The Secret of the Ooze, which is chlamydia. One is real. No. One is real. I'm, which of these is real? I'm going to say, talk through it. Uh, for better or worse. You're absolutely correct. The correct answer. <laughs> married People, Single Sex 2, for better or for worse. Uh, we're looking at the cover of Married People, Single Sex 2, for better or for worse. Is that which... the police synchronicity? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, uh, like the director of the movie just handed the cover of Synchronicity by the police <laughs> to a teenager who knows Photoshop. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Stuart, you're already behind. Are you yeah, ready for your question? Yeah, behind the eight ball. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, give it to me. Question two. A... Sexy search and rescue. B, sexy SWAT team. Or C, sexy accounts receivable. Raise your hand if you've masturbated to any of these. I will tonight. (laughs) So my my heart's saying C. (laughs) <laughs> Your heart is always with, <laughs> with our friends in accounts receivable, the true American heroes. I'm going to say sexy search and rescue. Incorrect. No. It's sexy SWAT team. SWAT team. SWAT team. No. I knew this. SWAT team. Uh, cut. <laughs> I knew yes. This. I knew this. I knew this. Steve, this is, I love Skinamax movies. I do. <laughs> I love them. There's, a, sto- no There's a story. I you know. She's a bored housewife yeah. who needs excitement. Sure. <laughs> yes. uh, these, uh, these Japanese women pictured are like a, they're in SWAT team gear. But first of all, I think it's two of the same picture but flipped. <laughs> Like, we only got the photographer for 15 minutes. He can take one shot. See what you can do with it in Photoshop. But also, like, they're a SWAT team, but they appear to be a karate SWAT team. Like, she's doing, like, the I'm going to karate strike you pose. I like that it's uncut and unrated, so you get the director's real vision. Yeah. (laughs) 
They look like NWA fans. Yeah. <laughs> the, studio, the studio notes kept saying, make this lex, less sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. I have integrity. No. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, Chrisella, this one's for you. Okay. Skin and match some shit we made up. Hobo Babe, The Romance of the Rails. Busty Cops. <laughs> Stacked Nurses 2, The Juggening. <laughs> Which of these is real? Hobo Babe, The Romance of the Rails, Busty Cops, or Stacked Nurses 2, The Juggening? Busty Cops. Busty Cops. They are busty. (laughs) (laughs) To protect and service. Is that the the official cops font? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) They, like, like, I'm a fan of the TV show Cops. Maybe this is like that. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we, we, blew the, we blew the budget on typeface licensing. We're going to have to hire porn stars instead of actors. Why is the S larger than the other letters? <laughs> it's to let you know that it's extra sassy. <laughs> um, back to you, Stuart. Okay. Question number four. The sensual kitchen... The exotic time machine <laughs> or adults only race car. <laughs> One of these is real. Again, we did not make up all three of these. Kitchen, kitchen, <laughs> kitchen, kitchen. Show me kitchen. No the exotic oh, time, time machine. machine. Take the ultimate pleasure trip. True to H.G. Wells' original vision. (laughs) It's like Quantum Leap, but for adults. Sure, yeah. Before the studio kept giving him notes to make it less sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the erotic time machine was already taken. Right. It's exotic. Uh, This one's for you, Christella. You've got the lead here. Uh, Which of these is real? (laughs) Lady Chatterley's lover, the next generation... Lolita 2000, 30,000 Leagues <laughs> Under D's Nuts, which is real. I know for a fact it's the first one. <laughs> no, no, Lolita 2000. Oh, that uh, hurt. You may have made all the right answers. Please. Yet, I was feeling kind of weird that I was so well-versed in Skin Max <laughs> movies, so I love that. Okay. The, forbidden, the Forbidden Lolita Stories. <laughs> Lolita Y2K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just a really, like, literally, like, sexy teenage girl, like, stockpiling canned goods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was made in, like, 2009, right? So it's yeah. a period piece? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Remember 2000 when everything had a space background? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one's for you, Stu. Okay. Below the Sea of the Hyperbabes. Okay. Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. Or Over the Rainbow of the Fruit Flavors. (laughs) This is a hard one. Again, Stuart, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but one of these is real. (laughs) Trying to narrow it down between Hyper and Ultra. I'm going to go Ultra Vixens. You're correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Vixens. Six chicks in search of a cluck. A horny. Here's the, Aren't we all? Here's, yeah. the, 
Here's the pull quote that's on the cover. <laughs> a horny little tale of Olympian togetherness, faith healing, bra-busting humor, jogging, therapeutic cuckolding. <laughs> therapeutic cuckolding? <laughs> that's got to be a, like, Pornhub category, right? <laughs> and for the girls... Hulking Herculean masculinity. <laughs> it has therapeutic cuckolding because this was before they had invented ASMR cuckolding. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I taught a, uh, taught a seminar on therapeutic cuckolding <laughs> this weekend. You're uh, so thank mu- you, by the way, to everyone who participated. <laughs> so, so in that... You're, bo- in you're that so, b- wait, can I do ASMR cuckolding? Do it. You're so much bigger than my husband. <laughs> <laughs> he never has time for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is tail spelled T-A-L-E or T-A-I-L? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whichever way you want to go. So hilariously funny. Marcella, uh, <laughs> this one's for you. Okay. Which of these is real? Night nurse, mystery on Party Island. Lethal ladies return to Savage Beach. And I want to clarify, these are acronyms. Yes. The first Night. word in each of these is an acronym. Ultimate gumbo, celebrity <laughs> chef Paul Prudhomme's secret recipe. Night nurse, mystery on Party Island, lethal ladies return to Savage Beach. Ultimate gumbo, celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme's secret recipe. Oh, God, this is awesome. You guys, one. Jordan Jesse Go fans, won't be able to guess who wrote that joke. <laughs> <laughs> joke in quotation marks. Oh. I wish I had a lifeline to use. I will say lethal ladies. Is that right? You're absolutely yes. correct. Yes! Return to Savage Beach. It's part of the Andy Sedaris collection. <laughs> a real David Sedaris. David Sedaris is an older brother who went in a very different direction. <laughs> Uh, R.I.P., by the way. Yeah. R.I.P. Fantastic. The slogan of that one is, the big guns are back. <laughs> okay, Stuart. Sure. Here we go for you. Okay. I haven't really been keeping score, so let's say this one, I think Christelle is leading three to one, so this one's worth three points. How about that? Yeah. Whoa! That sounds fair. Whoa! It's the golden snitch. Uh, yeah. Christella, by the way, literally wearing a t-shirt that says equal pay now. <laughs> <laughs> Shattering the glass ceiling of fake yeah. quizzes. Nixon preventing the passage of the Equal Rights Amendment is the only yeah. thing standing between you and multi-point questions, Christella. Here's your choices, Stuart. Okay. Skinamax movie or some shit we made up. Andromeda, the pleasure planet. Mm-hmm. Sexalopolis, <laughs> city of love. Or Don Quixote, man of La Mancha. I'm going to go... You haven't lived till you've seen Sancho Panza's crack. Yeah. <laughs> they fuck They fuck the shit out of that windmill, too. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what they're into. I'm going to do... Andromeda. The pleasure planet. Fucking a windmill is called a, a Dutch fuck. Yeah. <laughs> A Dutch loving? Andromeda, the pleasure planet. Andromeda, the pleasure planet. (laughs) 18 and up. Yeah. (laughs) Looks like you've got the lead now. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. By the way, Andromeda, the pleasure planet, definitely the Tron font. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
People are mad in the Max Con audience if you say it's the Tron font and it's not the Tron font. Mm-hmm. Not just because it's not quite the Tron font, but also because you said font instead of typeface. <laughs> All right, somebody just yell out one thing that's pissed you off about the show so far. No corrections? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, let, just let me know after the show. Yeah, no. <laughs> let Papa John know on oh, Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At I am At Papa, Papa John. John. Uh, uh, Jordan? Okay. So this is... Okay. This is for... This is for all, all the, mar- the marbles. Some marbles. There's some marbles we involved. We think we wrote nine of these. Yeah. So this is probably for all the marbles. Because mm-hmm. it's definitely But there might be nine. one more. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which of these is real? Robotrix. Star Nurses. Babe of the Future. Mammos <laughs> Mammos the breast nebula Star nurse Robot oh. Robotrix oh. Ladies and gentlemen We have a winner It's asshole <laughs> Come on up and collect your prize the Dead Pilot Society podcast brings you hilarious comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Aubrey Plaza, Andy Richter, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, Adam Scott, Molly Shannon, Busy Phillips, Tom Lennon, Anna Camp, Laurie Metcalf, Felicia Day, Michael Ian Black, Adam Savage, Paul Shear, Ben Schwartz, Skylar Aston, May Whitman, Josh Molina, Ben Feldman, Nicole Byer, Jason Ritter, Sarah. Chalk, Steve Agee, Jane Levy, Allison Tolman, Danielle Nicolette, Casey Wilson, Anna Ortiz, Lorraine Newman, June Diane Raphael, Kieran Chipka, Ed Weeks, Zach Knight, and Carrie Kenny Silver, John Ross Bowie, Jamie Denbo, Janet Varney, Alexander Sunday, Summer, Ellen Ross, Matt and many more. Listen at MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. Hey, readers! All of you bookworms, comic geeks, library junkies, literary fiction lovers, bibliophiles, and nerds. Want to get more out of your reading life? Listen to Reading Glasses. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We want to help you read better. Join us every Thursday on Maximum Fun's new podcast while we talk about book culture and solve your reader problems. Reading Glasses will teach you how to vanquish your to-be-read pile, connect with other readers, and get more reading into your busy day. No matter what you read or how you read it, We'll help help you you do do it better. (laughs) That's cute. Should we get on with momentous occasions? Yes. Oh, wait, there's one more. Oh, wait, there's one more. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just do it. Yeah, okay. Let's okay, okay, audience member, you have to yell out which is real. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bikini Jones and the Temple of Eros. Close Encounters of the Butt Kind. <laughs> Felch Cassidy and the Sundance Clit. <laughs> I think I'm hearing A. I'm hearing A. Let's see. It's a Bikini yeah! Jones. Yeah! Starring Penthouse Pet of the Year, Heather Vandeven. The weird thing is I got kind of irritated that you didn't continue the Spielberg joke between all three of those names. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah, Well, yeah. when Jordan thought of Felch Cassidy and the Sundance <laughs> Clit. Yeah, you can't leave gold like that line on the ground. 
guess yeah. we could have done all William Goldman Alex, movies or something. Alex, can you move this slightly? T- can you move this slightly to the side so it doesn't block the uh, thing there? Okay. We're going to get into momentous occasions earlier on on the program. I think uh, there's another shit, one. There's one more. <laughs> okay. You guys don't know how many you wrote? Listen, we just we, we did some shrooms. <laughs> we sort of went into a fugue state. I well, this one's good. Here, okay. Which okay. of these is real? How did you give away the prize? Oh, right. This is a, this is a fun one. Okay, the okay. final one. One of these is real. Sex hex. Mm-hmm. Sex checks. <laughs> Sex mex. That was my nickname in college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sex mex. The correct Sex answer hacks. is sex hacks. <laughs> She'll love you to death. Okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you realize there's two perfect jokes that you thought of that you haven't used yet. <laughs> the Temple of Clit or whatever. What was that? Felch Cassidy and the Sundance Clit. <laughs> and Sex Max. It's Sex Max. Which, by the way, is just fucking with a side of queso, which mm, is a type yeah. of cheese sauce. <laughs> Um, popular in South Texas. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Yeah, when something is that good, queso, <laughs> the thing that Texans are like always telling you about, side of queso, yeah. <laughs> like the, the cheese sauce. I've never had the cheese sauce. Queso is very good. Yeah, is it? Queso okay. Yes, it's very good. It's okay. very, it, it has to be the right one, but yes, yes. Okay, um, I'm surprised to hear that it has to be the right one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, absolutely. If it were a regional delicacy that didn't have to be the right one, it wouldn't no, be a regional no, no, no. delicacy. Hey, hey, Mexican food has been gentrified. <laughs> so you're against gentrified queso? Yes. Isn't queso just like Velveeta? No. No, 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 no. What, no. What oh, God, it? please. No, what no, no. It? You offend me. <laughs> Sorry. Sex-Mex is angry. <laughs> Sex-Mex smash. <laughs> What is, what is in queso? Uh, it's a different kind of queso, actually. It's a, it's a, a more like a Mexican queso that you melt down, and actually, when you get a little exotic, you can add chorizo to it. Oh. So it's, a, it's not Velveeta. Like, if you go to South Texas, especially South, San Antonio and South, and even Houston and Austin, you get really good queso. It's, like, legit. So it, it's actually thicker. You can put it on a flour tortilla, make a taco. Oh, it's really good. Sex mix. <laughs> uh, I, feel like, I feel like queso might be, like, a warning food for a mustached gentleman. <laughs> Uh, yes. sure. Real dangerous. There's a lot of uh, Oaxacan people in, near uh, who live near our office in Los Angeles. Yes. And I fuck with a particular uh, Oaxacan appetizer. Yes. Uh, which is quesillo fundido. Yeah. Which is cheese that has they have added um, mushrooms and chorizo and then fried it in a cast iron pan Uh and they just serve it to you kind of fucking stretchy. That shit is the dopest shit in the world. That's kind of what the queso is. Uh, It's very similar. That's what the queso that I grew up with in Texas is. It's that. It's like bomb-ass stuff. It's like Fucking cheese talk up here. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, you used to be a cheesemonger. You got anything to add to this? (laughs) Listen, I don't like to talk about that part of my life. (laughs) It's behind me. When something momentous happens to you, like you case a really spectacular Stilton, uh, we ask you to share it with us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Uh, you filled out cards before the show. We've picked a few, thanks to our brilliant producer, Jennifer Marmer. How about a hand for Jen? Remember, if this all goes wrong, it's her fault. Uh, where's Alexand- Alexandra and Jean-Michel? Alexandra and Jean-Michel. Come on up, Come on up guys. 
hustle on up. And if Anne can get ready to come up, Alexander, no, like really hustle on up. Because otherwise we have to fill the time. Jesus Christ, don't actually do it. Uh, address the, there's, there's your microphone, microphone there. right there. Hi, Alexandra and Jean-Michel. Hello. How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, Great boys. Good thank boys. you. <laughs> I was talking with Jean-Michel. Uh, ASMR? I was talking with Jean-Michel last night uh, at the party, and I literally wanted to quit podcasting because he has such a beautiful voice. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck this. You take the keys to the company. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you say, KNX 1070 News Radio? We, you can do it after the show. Yeah. WKRP in Cincinnati. Wow. It works. That's great. It works. Actually, Jordan is specifically asking you to do it after the show, like, up in his room. Yeah. I, just, I have some local jingles I want to hear. <laughs> Alexandra and Jean-Michel, uh, what's your momentous occasion? Alexandra? Um, well, last weekend on Saturday, we got married. Congratulations! Oh, okay. Clap for the patriarchy. Um, and it, this is a two-parter. And the second part is that we also last week got the keys to our storefront and we're opening a comic book and tabletop gaming shop in our hometown. Wow! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe this is something you want to, like, plug just in case any of the listeners, like, have a nerd friend they can relate to. <laughs> yeah. They probably won't be interested themselves, but maybe... Go ahead and buzz market it right into that microphone for this tens of thousands listening at home. Eh. <laughs> as many as a dozen people are listening at home. Mega Brain Comics in Rhinebeck, New York, you guys. Rhinebeck, Whoa! New York. <laughs> well, uh, in honor of the two of you going back to your hometown to open a comic book and a tabletop game store... We'd like to present you with this award for being a self-parody of a Max Con attendee. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Alexandra and Jean-Michel. <laughs> it boomeranged to you. <laughs> uh, Anne, where's Anne? I gave you a warning. Come on up. No, Anne, like jog. Anne, yeah, Anne, now we're Anne, talking. Anne. Hi, Anne. How are you? Very well. Address that microphone very directly. What's your momentous occasion? Um, my cat had a messy accident where... Oh, my gosh. Uh, what, first of all, what kind of cat is it? It's a Maine Coon mix. Her name's oh, Ramona. That's a hefty kitty, isn't it? She's a big cat. Yeah, she's 13 pounds. What's her name again? Ramona. Ramona. So I have a tradition... Is her age eight? Oh, what's that? Is her age eight? Nine. Oh, Ramona humor there. <laughs> Thanks, Christella. It's a YA humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did your, your giant cat had an accident. It was kind of a super fudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I have, a tra- I have a tradition at my birthday parties. I get piñatas, and um, I fill them with just it's a stuff. That's a pretty classic tr- birthday party so tradition. I Not one tr- typically carried into adulthood, but continue. <laughs> 
adult things. Yeah. Like, uh, there was a coupon to the local sex store, so I got a bunch <laughs> of um, weird flavors of lube, and, you know, everyone had a good time. I was kind of drunk. <laughs> uh, my cat escaped. So this, wait, this, pin, this, pinata, this pinata that is filled with lube, it's, uh, it's kind of a sex bex tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess one of the lube things broke. It was the chocolate one. And the next day, my cat shows up at the door. And it was very clear that she had eaten the chocolate lube. And it looked exactly the same going in as going out. Oh! Oh, Story of my life. And then I had a hangover, and I had to give her a bath. Yeah. But the good news is it was the perfect time for her to try (laughs) (laughs) anal. Ladies and gentlemen, Anne! Where's Ashley D.? Ashley D, come on up. Ashley D, as quickly as you can. Come Ashley, ladies and gentlemen. Ashley D. Pull that mic straight down to your face. There you go. Hi, okay. Ashley. How are you? Hello, good. How are you? Uh, what's your momentous occasion, Ashley? Um, this happened a few years ago. Um, I okay, was well, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Can't have um, everything, you know? It's a pretty good moment, so okay. it's a good icebreaker at parties yeah. and things. So I was on a safari in Africa. Uh, I went there when I was in college, and I got bit by a monkey. Wow! When I was there, yes. And now, um, and now you uh, you fight crime as monkey girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's my night job. Yes, right. Of course. So, no, but monkeys in Africa on safari—they're like pigeons in New York City. Like they won't leave you alone. They're all around you. And I was just sitting there minding my own business, and next thing I know, I felt one just come right up on me and bit me. So. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a little scary. I guess it chased me around afterwards. Did a you... little scary? <laughs> yeah. It was a little monkey, but still, I mean, it's a monkey, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's like uh, like if a baby had fangs. Yes. <laughs> that's very nice, so. That's fucked up. Do you think that it thought you were a berry? I don't know what it was thinking. I what know it, it was... Do monkeys like grapes in science experiments, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been carrying those grapes. Yeah. That's on you. I had, a, you know, just dozens of bananas in my pocket. I don't know. Right. That's, probably, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a Is banana, that a banana, banana in your pocket? <laughs> or are you just looking to get bit by a monkey? Uh, thank you, Ashley. Ashley, ladies and gentlemen. Where's Ivy? Ivy, come on up. Ivy. Ivy. Here comes Ivy, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Let's hear it for Ivy. Ivy, what's your momentous occasion? You can pull, you can literally just point it completely um, downward, yeah. Um, so I had a stroke. Um, oh, oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> a stroke of good luck? <laughs> um, I'm 25 and I was 24. Because um, math. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, and I was misdiagnosed. The, uh... Wait, when you say you were misdiagnosed, do you mean that you actually didn't have a stroke? You were just having a... Particularly oh, no. limp-lipped day. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the opposite. Um, they were like, "Oh, your anti-anxiety medication's making you have like word vomit." Oh, and I was like, I, they were like, they were like, "No, we're just making toast." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I had, a, I guess, a series of mini strokes throughout the week, and I was misdiagnosed by a male doctor. Feminism. Um, and he literally said, you know, you could be having, like, a stroke, but I could send to the neurologist, but I don't think that's what it is. 
Uh, yeah. So and he then... was stroke explaining to you. <laughs> <laughs> and he said Bernie would have won. And yeah. he's like, frankly, my money is on hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, are you, have you recovered? Yeah, so basically <laughs> the, my right fingertip is very, it's like I have a band-aid around it all the time. Oh, wow. So that's, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> are there support groups or? <laughs> no, I got, I got really lucky and like the nurses on the floor were like really impressed how low maintenance I was because everyone else on the neurology floor was like... Yeah, Bunch you. of assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These high maintenance stroke victims. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking snowflakes, right? <laughs> no matter what, you always peed right into that jug. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on being well, huh? Yeah, congratulations We're yeah. for you. Thank you. You've handed us a pug calendar? These are pages from some sort of pug-a-day calendar. Oh, she just doesn't want to throw them away. So she's Here's making my us trash. have them. Yes. You know these aren't living creatures. Okay, cool. yeah, she says she'll come down pugs. later. Thank you very much. They are some... A pug is one of the fattest dogs. <laughs> Do you think marmots are a type of pug? <laughs> one could only assume. Yeah. Uh, we have one non-disclosure agreement to violate. Let's do that. Uh, we got a little spooked on non-disclosure agreement. We've, we've had, have been having people, for those of you who aren't Jordan Jesse Go listeners, we've been having people call in to Jordan Jesse Go to violate their non-disclosure agreements. <laughs> and... For the most part, we got what we expected, which is to say, people who had been on consumer panels of new types of whipped cream dispenser. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As we all do. Yeah. Until someone called in with a national security secret. (laughs) Um, Perhaps the most distressing and confusing thing that's ever happened on our program... Um, but I, we're going to dip our toe back in the waters. Where's, where's, Glenn, where's Glenn Tickle? Glenn Tickle, come on Glenn. up. Hi, friends. I guess, part of, I guess the part of this where you do it anonymously is now in the toilet. <laughs> I'm not scared of the Travel Channel. Um, yeah. Now, Glenn, you are, uh, you are actually the source. I saw someone wearing a Garaba t-shirt mm-hmm. yesterday. Yes. You yeah. are the origin, you are the river from which flows Garaba. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, I would like to set the record straight publicly. Uh, I made the audience yell, get them, get them, get them. Yeah, so Glenn The most is, obvious thing they would have yelled. Glenn and, is a stand-up comic. Uh, God, and, this is like the world's hardest thing to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I bought that shirt and I hate wearing it. Because it elicits the most questions from strangers. Right. And and there's no, there's no brief explanation of that shirt. It's the standard problem of a uh, Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt, which is you have to tell people you like Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're a stand-up comic, and you called in a mo- momentous occasion, which was that you were on stage, and you got yeah. the audience to uh, say our slogan at the time, get them, get them, get them. 
Um, but we couldn't tell what the audience was saying and presumed that they were saying Garaba. Right. <laughs> that, that does. That's a pretty good description. Um, and Garaba, we uh, decided, was our sort of safety watchword. Mm-hmm. Uh, G. I don't remember. <laughs> get help. I can do it. Okay. G. Get help. Yeah. A. Assess the situation. R. Read up on it. A. Assess the situation again. B. Be kind to yourself. And A. Abstinence. Abstinence. I think it's the abstinence that makes the shirt hard to wear. Yeah. Because it's a weird class of people that want to ask me about it. To be clear, in, in Glenn's case, when he says it's hard to wear, he means he's hard because he's abstinent. Yeah. yeah. So what's the NDA you want to violate, Glenn T? <laughs> uh, I don't, the thing is, I don't know why they made me sign the NDA. Right. I shot a thing for Travel Channel. Congratulations. Where, uh, thanks. I had to ride a roller coaster eight times and pretend that it was the, one, the first time all eight times. Uh, and my friend threw up on my leg after like Wait. the fourth time. The Travel Channel is lying to us. Yeah, <laughs> this is for their new show, Roller Coaster Bros. Right? <laughs> they do one on water slides. Sorry, Roller Broaster. Like that's better. But, roller but because she got sick, Roller Broaster is a type of chicken. Yeah, they oh, serve right. Kenny yeah, Rogers, Rogers <laughs> serves it to you on skates. For, in, so in the episode, the, the narrative of this roller coaster adventure <laughs> is uh, we Rogers. went on a smaller ride first and then went on the big scary roller coaster, but we did it backwards in reality. But my friend threw up on my leg, so she couldn't go on the first ride. So we had to like come up with this fake <laughs> narrative that she was too scared to go on the little ride. But then had all this footage of her on the other one, and they're like, you can't tell anybody. <laughs> Because it'll ruin the episode. Well, Glenn, fucking, first of all, you're welcome. Second of all, now we know who Deep Throat is. Third of all, Woodward and Bernstein right here. All the president's men right here on this stage. We just ripped this shit wide open. Hell yeah. Coaster gate starts here. (laughs) We're tired of your lies. Glenn Tickle, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Jesus. We got one what, more what, what was the name of that show again? Broler Coaster? What's going on? Yeah. Okay. It was called Kenny Rogers Brosters. Uh, Prite, 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 Prit, P R I T E. Somebody's like, oh, I forgot what name I made up for myself. Come on up, please. Oh. Really? Just bailed? P R I T E! Exclamation mark heart. Uh, the audience, someone from the pooping. audience yelled, he's pooping. <laughs> God damn it, this was the big closer. Oh, is, is that our that person her? running up right now? Her? Yeah. No. Are what? you Prite? Yeah, that's Prite. Get up, hey! Prite, Prite. Yes. Let's, uh, let's go into the mic, and what's your momentous occasion? Pull that mic all the way down for yourself. Uh, Prite, I want you to know this better be good, because you almost fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> And I do not care to be fucked. <laughs> I was just going to try and find some way to call back sex mechs again. Yeah. Well, I, I might have misunderstood the point of the exercise. Uh, it sounds like these were some really good stories, actually. 
what, what's your momentous occasion? Well, uh, I really just wanted to contribute my good feelings about the convention. Uh, my, uh, my inexplicable room banshee who gave me Charlie horses for the weekend. Uh, those delectable lobster lollipops that some really nice person brought to the RPG game. They were great. I, I love cheap candy. I, um, I'm glad about most of these things. <laughs> um, but I think you said your terror room banshee? Oh, that's, that's not I don't Look, I don't it's... want to distract from what's important here, which is lobster-shaped lollipops. <laughs> Piece. But can we focus on the banshee? I think sometimes it's better not... I, I consider myself a person of science, and let's just, you know, come out and say that the most scientific explanation I could think of for the leg pain was probably the banshee. Okay. Uh, we, uh, I, I... Oh, I'm just getting a tweet from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Oh, it's just about Jurassic yeah. Park being impossible. Sorry. Uh, uh, I'm in contact with him. What a He'll fucking bummer. Uh, Janine, Janine Brito and April Richardson were in, among the people in my car on the way here. And uh, as they were checking in, April was mad at me for jokingly suggesting that this hotel was haunted. Um, and as they were checking in, April, uh, Janine checked in first, and then April said, are there any adjoining rooms in case I get scared? <laughs> which I thought was a pretty good gag. I was like, oh, classic comedians joshing around with each other until Janine Brito, uh, just before the show, told me, yeah, April Richardson came in and slept in my other bed last night. Yes. <laughs> yes. Guys, but everybody, look under your chair. You're getting a ghost. You're getting a ghost. <laughs> You're getting a ghost. That's been our That's show. It. That was Jordan Jesse Go live from the Inn at Pocono Manor and Max Fun Con East. Special thanks to our producer, Brian Fernandez, uh, our pal Jennifer Marmer, who was there producing at Max Fun Con East, uh, Daniel Baruela, who also helped out, and Alex Aiden, who ran the sound. Thanks, Alex. Hey, guys, if you want to talk about the show on Twitter, hashtag it JJGo. We got a subreddit over there at maximumfun.subreddit.com. Wait, maximumfun.reddit.com. There you go. What did I say? <laughs> subreddit. It's a subreddit.com uh, for your internet computers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a JJGo Facebook group. Uh, please get in touch. We always like hearing from people who like the show, and uh, we'll see you next week. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.